Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, good morning, everyone. This is this is Sabra Robinson, host and founder of Fresh Fire Podcast Series for Widows, uh, representing Black Women Widows Empowered, which is a very new nonprofit organization that basically began as a meetup group here in uh, the wonderful city of Charlotte, North Carolina, and now in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, currently, we are present via social media, so visit us at facebook.com forward slash Black Women Widows Empowered, and we can also be followed on Instagram and Twitter with our handle names, uh, BWWE. So don't fret. Uh, Our website is under construction. So in the beginning, we did start as a a, uh, Facebook page, uh, and then we uh, moved to meetups. I'm not sure if you all are familiar with the meetup uh, groups via meetup.com, but we started in Charlotte and then uh, created one in Baltimore. So now we have this radio show, and we also exist to empower uh, the widow uh, by via face-to-face and mental encouragement, online connections, and also our new podcast. And also we're going to be having an upcoming conference next year. So can you guys hear me? One, two, three. All right. And is that Rochelle? Yes. How are you, lovely? I'm blessed and highly favored. How are you? All right. I am wonderful. I am wonderful. Um, Just wanted to uh, make sure that you were on the call. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, what I I did want to do is I want to give you a brief introduction of Rochelle Ham. So, uh, Rochelle, Rochelle Ham. she was born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, she attended the uh, Baltimore City Public School system, Public School. And upon graduation, she attended the Baltimore International 
culinary college. And so after she graduated from college, she began to uh, work at Red Lobster. And that is where she met her, um, met her, her late husband, Frank Ham III. And uh, Frank, he, he graduated from Woodlawn class, Woodlawn Senior High School class of uh, 1984 in, in Baltimore, Maryland, and he, is, he was one of my classmates. Um, Rochelle and her husband, uh, they relocated to Jacksonville, Florida, where they got married, and they had five children and three grandchildren. And upon arriving in Jacksonville, that's where she changed careers from um, – 1995 until until 2015, and she was working in the clerical and caregiver field. Um, her husband Frank ventured into becoming a merchant seaman from 1999 until um, October 1st, uh, 2015, um, where uh, Hurricane Joaquin um, sunk the uh, El Faro uh, cargo vessel. And uh, unfortunately, Frank was one of the uh, 33 crew members who were lost at who was lost at sea. So uh, this is what brings her uh, where she is today. Um, ever since uh, this unfortunate uh, accident, she has been on a mission to inspire other widows to move from pain to purpose and power. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you an awesome woman, a spiritual woman, a humble woman, uh, the one and only Rochelle Ham. Uh, like I said, she's the widow of Frank Ham, and I say his name as such because, ladies and gentlemen, he was a wonderful, uh, funny, family-oriented, and all-around nice guy. And I felt honored uh, that I knew him as a classmate and even as a friend after all these years. And as a representation of Woodlawn High School in Baltimore, class of 84, we, uh, on behalf of our class, we felt very saddened by what happened. And in honor of him and, and many others who have not been able to, who have transitioned on, basically, uh, we will be hosting a dinner in remembrance of those angels who uh, are no longer with us today. Uh, this will occur on Labor Day weekend and and we are very happy that Rochelle will also be able to join us along with a few of her family members. So with that said, the one and only uh, Rochelle Ham, everyone. Rochelle, what have you been up to, girl? It's so good. Um, that I'm, I'm, I'm very honored to have you here. I'm very honored. So thank you for accepting the invitation. Oh, you're welcome. No problem at all. I have been up to a lot of things, uh, keeping myself busy, um, basically on mission, trying to help others, trying to stay focused, and still trying to keep hope uh, alive as well. It I seems like I've been more busy now than, um, than when I was working. I I'm, I'm, have been blessed to do interviews like what you're doing and, you know, just sharing my story and, and others along the way. And that is awesome. That is awesome. I know you definitely want to uh, get the word out and, and, and be a mentor and encourager to other, um, you know, fellow uh, women who have happened to lose their, their husbands as well. So how have you sustained yourself during, you know, this, this time, during your widowhood? I've been staying closer to God. Um, now, 
I, I've been reading every day, staying constantly in the word, and that's the only thing that has sustained me. And, and people ask me all the time, you know, how are you doing? You know, how are you getting held up and things of that nature? And, and the bottom line is I'm, I'm being held up. You know, God is holding me and, and God is keeping me, and he's actually carrying us through each and every day. Yes, and and yes, he is, especially, uh, you know, those who who have lost loved ones, um, those who are grieving. And, you know, um, I can't say it, um, you know, enough times. I'm, I'm so very sorry for your loss. Um, Thank you. And you are an encouragement to me. You, you inspire me to keep going. And, you know, I read your posts and... Um, it's just a joy to see how you're just pressing on and just being an inspiration to others. So keep keep, keep holding you. on, girl. I'm going to hold on to God's unchanging hand. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, so another question. At what point did you look at yourself and realize, hey, oh, my goodness, I'm a widow? Honestly, at what point? Um, I haven't gotten there yet because I'm I'm still oh, holding on okay. to hope and I'm just not there yet. And it's almost like the minute that I think about becoming a widow of this, this last incident that happened a couple of weeks ago, I was there and I got a Facebook message. A couple actually found my husband's work hat. It, it washed up on the beach and my oh hope my level goodness. just shot straight up. I know me and the kids, we went down and, and got his work hat and everything. And it was just like um, my my hope level just re-sparked, you know, and I'm just holding on and trusting that. You know, I know Jonah in the Bible, he was, he survived. It's the story over in the Bible, trusting God that somewhere. Thank God's will to be done. Either way, just God's will to be done. And how did how did you how when you when you were contacted about that hat? Um, at what point? Um, what were you? What were your emotions at that point when you were contacted? I know that had to be. Wow, you know, out of the blue, there's, you know, to me that's like a sign of hope. Hope in you know, maybe God's purpose for you, um, hope in just realizing that, hey, you know, there is a God. But at that one point, what were your emotions? What were your emotions? How did you feel? Oh, I was, I was tore up. It, it, was, it was a total shock, and I was just completely tore up. I was no good at all. I couldn't talk. I was, like, frozen. Once I was able to get all of that out, I told the kids, and we went down, and I was so glad that it happened to us before we went down because the family was so tore up. So we had to be strong for them, and they just fed off of our faith and our strength, and they are now become mm. our family members. That and is awesome. The, the, the miraculous thing about it was Frank's hat is not disfigured. It's not discolored. If I clean his head up right now, I can put it on my head. It's it's not bent. It don't have no dents or nothing. So I look at it as God's grace, and I look at it as a form of survival. 
Yes, yes. Wow, that is an awesome story. That is an awesome oh, it, story. It was a lesson. I mean, when I, when we look at the pictures, the ship up under the water, the bridge is separated from this, the, it's bent up, and it's, I mean, and the ship is made of steel. Helmets are not made mm. of steel. Yes. yes. So that's God. Yes, indeed. And that's a good point that you made, you know, the ship is made out of steel. And the hat's not made out of steel, but yet survives. And that's definitely, you know, a sign of of a miracle. It's exactly. a sign of a miracle. Wow, that is that that is yet a wonderful story. And I know that um, there's uh, an, an article about that, and um, that's just awesome that. Uh, that could be told, that story could be told, and yet, you know, hundreds of thousands of people can read it. Um, right, exactly. It's it's something that really just can just take you back to, wow, you know that's God. So that's an awesome know, it's, story it's a, and it's an awesome testimony. Yes, it is. Thank and you. it's good that you're staying in, in, in touch with that family. And, you know, it was nothing but God that, that led that, that that hat to the family. Well, led the family to the hat, basically. I know it was it was a true blessing. Um, the husband yes. he actually went to Frank's Facebook page and found out that Frank was a Miami Dolphins fan and he was a DJ and all that. And and the guy, he had the same trait. So it was like he knew Frank. I mean, he was just going on and on and on, and it was hard for him to release Frank's hat to me. Really? Yes. Wow. And it was just yet at that time, at that second, at that minute, you know, that they were there to see it. And it could have been some kids that could have found the hat and could have just thrown it away. But yet it was that family, and they had that unction to say, hey, there's something about this hat. So that's awesome. That That is a testimony. That is a testimony. And thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. Oh, wow. Uh, Rochelle, you know, in light of all of this, um, you know, we we have to, you know, us widows, we're told, you know, we have to move on. So what do you do for fun? What do you you find time to do to, to, you know, maintain your your laughter? I would have to say maybe Frank's funniness, because Frank was funny. So how do you, how, (laughs) how do you attain? How do you, even in class, when we were in class in school, you know, it was always something funny that Frank would say. And that's one thing that I love. I love to laugh. And it was always fun being in class with him because I knew it was something funny that we were going to say, he was going to say. So what do you do for fun? How do you maintain that laughter? I love laughter. Uh, It's one of my gifts, Mm -hmm. actually. So that's another thing me and Frank kind of hit on. And um, every day, I don't care what it is, I'm sure, if nothing else, I laugh. Because laughter calms the soul, and it makes your troubles go away. Everybody has problems, but you have to have laughter. You know, when I look at this, um, I just thank God that I I wasn't in a depression state of with the curtains closed and my pillows, you know, on my head and all of that kind of thing. I can still, even in this, find humor, you know, in it. You know, when the lady called me um, from Tote, 
I thought that the lady was telling me she was calling from coach, and I thought I had one of free pocketbooks, you know, because I've never had that done before. No, I've never had to call me, you know. And, I mean, when I tell my that's friends funny. now, they laugh. I was excited. I thought I had one of free coach pocketbook. <laughs> and the lady got to sell out. funny. <laughs> so every day. If I don't do anything else, you know, me and my kids, we get together, my friends and family, and everywhere I go, I make sure whoever's around me, we're having a good time. Yes. That's good. That's that's good. You never know. You may, you know, that coach may be coming soon, you know. <laughs> I pray that it does. That could be a sign. That could be a sign. That is awesome. <laughs> yep. Oh, wow. So tell me, Rochelle, what motivates you also? What motivates you to just keep pressing on? What motivates me? 33 families total. Out of 33, I'm one of two that's really doing something. And when I think about what I'm doing, now the other families are leaning and depending on me. So it motivates me to to press even harder. You know, everybody else is angry with the company. They want to point fingers and they, and things of that nature. But you know what? At the end of the day, we are all hurting. We are all on the same team. So what motivates yeah. me is knowing what I can do to help and bless others. That's what motivates me. That is awesome. So. You, this leads me into my next question. What do you think your calling is, your purpose? <clears throat> my calling, I believe, um, this did not happen by accident, uh, this tragedy. Mm-hmm. It, it happened, I believe, to share my gifts. And mm-hmm. with that being said, um, I have the gift of, of ministry, ministering to others, I have the gift of laughter. I have the gift of, you know, motivating others and picking people up when they fall down. Um, during this this time, you know, I, I found that me and the kids both we all needed to needed to see someone, and, and I'm learning that just because you have to see a therapist or someone of like that, don't mean that you're crazy, you know, anything like that. It's nothing wrong with seeking help. And I'm, and I also found out that the Siemens don't have help. Even Frank told me about when he was on the ship, a, a man died, and they had to put him in the freezer, turn around, no matter what happens. So oh. when you have a person in that state, you know, you if you're cooking, you have to go in that freezer. So when you go in that freezer, you see that body. So many of her friends are coming to me sharing their stories. So I know that there's a need for help. So with that being said, I'm looking to be a a Christian grief counselor. Wow. Along that the is way. awesome. And now I know why when Frank was gone four and five months, me and the kids excited to see him, but he really wasn't excited to see us at times because it was stuff going on on the ship that he did not share with us. People commit suicide on those ships. People get sick on those ships. And these are stories that you don't hear. I'm learning them now. 
and I feel that it's my calling to help these seamens and do something. That is awesome. That is awesome. And it seems like we both have something in, in common. I'm a, um, a a certified Christian counselor as well, uh, lay Christian Amen. counselor. So uh, let's talk after this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I definitely can can you know kind of direct you to um, you know next steps if you're interested. So. That is awesome. I think uh, a grief counselor, everyone, you know, everyone grieves. And a lot of people, you know, refuse to go to counseling. And, you know, I was one of them after my husband died uh, four years ago. I didn't see a grief counselor. It took me, what took me to a grief counselor was, you know, my, my, my daughter needed grief counseling. And, Within that counseling, I receive counseling. You know, it's it's right, that right. it's that persona that we don't need. You know, um, especially in the you know being a black woman, we don't we're strong enough. We don't need that counseling, and we need to come out of that. We need to come out of that and realize, you know, it's time to you know um, ask ourselves, okay. We really need to get over this. How can we get over this? We have friends and family, yes, but um, there are things that the grief counselor can can bring out that maybe friends and family can't. So I applaud exactly. you for that. Now, I applaud you for that effort. That is awesome. Thank you. That well, is I thank awesome. God you for, are a wonderful um, woman. Thank you. I, I thank God for the counselor that I have because he is the one that identified my gift in that area, and he is personally mm. teaching me. I mean, I got my books and everything. I, 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 I feel good about it because, oh, God, I haven't been in school and classes and stuff for years, and I just feel um, so good. It just makes me feel so good to know that I'm doing something to make a difference, and it's not about money at the end of the day. At the end of the day, what I want somebody to see is the Christ in me. Because when they look at me and they see me talking and doing this, 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 they have to say there's a God somewhere. Yes. yes. I didn't throw in the towel. I kept moving. Absolutely. 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 So, so Rochelle, um, you know, we're talking about you. We've been talking about you throughout this whole interview. Tell me, how are the children? How how are they doing? How are they holding up? The kids are doing what, what they see me do. We we all hide emotions from each other. Um, we talk a lot. We've gotten closer, and I've also included them in on the uh, counseling sessions as well. But at the end of the day, they are pushing as well because Frank pushed them. You know, my daughter she graduated this year. She won prom queen um, when this first happened. Her grades were failing. Yeah, thank you. Oh. She her, her grades were dropping and. Um, she knew what her dad, you know, told her to do. She got those grades back up. She walked across that stage, and, you know, she made honors across the board. And all of them have their own significant thing, but they know that Frank would have wanted them to can and be the best that they can be. So they're doing awesome. I don't have an issue of anybody fighting in school, any lashing out, any of that. So they're really handling this very well. They are. 
That is, see, that, that's a wonderful testament to um, the wonderful mom that you are. Um, oh, thank you. And, yeah, and, you know, what they do, they, they, watch, they watch us as parents. And, right. um, you know, with this unfortunate tragedy, it's, it's unfortunate that tragedy even brings us closer as a family, you know, exactly. a tight-knit family. And I don't know if you've experienced it. It sounds like you have, but it, it, it's brought my, my kids and I together um, more as a family. And whereas I really didn't listen before, <clears throat> excuse me, right. um, you know, I listen to them now. And, you know, I'm listening to what they're telling me, you know. Um, right. I'm listening also to what they're not saying, if you can understand that. Right, um, I know what you mean. And that's part of this, yeah, and that's part of discernment. So um, grief brings healing. Um, you know, there's a healing process to grief and also a res- restoration, you know, and um, a form of restoral, uh, renewal, I should say. And right. uh, I've been renewed. It sounds like you've, you've been renewed too. And in all honesty, Rochelle, I was nervous to really reach out to you after the incident. I, you know, I, I sent you a message. And um, I know that after, because this was such a, uh, a huge, uh, unfortunate accident that was just displayed worldwide basically on the news um you know it was it was a time when it was just how do I reach out to her and say I'm sorry without her thinking I'm you know and I just kind of stayed back and just kind of watched you and I watched you um you know just reading what you were posting and I was like wow and it was the Holy Spirit that told me okay now is the time to reach out to her especially when I heard about that hat. And, and I thank because, God you did. Yes, but when I did, um, you didn't read the note until probably several weeks later, and that was the time around when the hat was found. So look right. at God. I just put that seed in there, and God just allowed that seed to manifest by you checking your, your, your messages because, you, like you told exactly. me, you, really, you rarely check your messages. Right. So I just I, I thank I just God that appreciate. you were patient with me because when this first happened, it happened in October, we had to go through Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, all these things without Frank. And during the time that this happened, it was like mandatory meetings I had to go to. So I really didn't even have time to sit and cry or get it out. You know, I was angry. Yeah. I was hurt. But I was on a mission at the same time. I had to listen. I had to watch. You know what I mean? I, I had to voice, yes. you know, my opinion, and I had to let them know out of the 33 families, <clears throat> y'all messed up. And I told I told a man that at the meeting, I said, you guys messed up because y'all yes. had Frank Ham III on that raggedy behind tuna fish can. I said, we got a problem, <laughs> major problem. I told him just, just like that. And it's been ongoing since. I haven't been okay. acting ugly cussing nobody out, but right. I'm on a mission, and I have a purpose. Right. You are on a mission. You have a purpose. We have 28 seconds left. Um, thank you for talking to us about your pain You're and welcome. purpose and how you moved it to power. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining. Rochelle Ham, thank you so much. And everyone, have a great weekend. We'll be talking to you soon. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.